it's time to crank up the truth. I'm Val Selby, and over the decades of working online, I've learned a most important lesson. Mindset owns your business. If procrastination, imposter syndrome, and a lack of focus have been blocking your biz, then I'm here with Val Full Volume, ready to help you see choices that you're making. Get ready to own your personality and use your expertise to create the business of your dreams. Now is the time to make changes and live your best life. So let's get to it. Hey, 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 here we go. Okay, I'm going to work at not feeding the squirrel. So don't you feed the squirrel and bring up weird stuff because you know you can get me off topic really fast. (laughs) So the last few episodes, I've kind of mentioned that I've got cliches running through my head and I'm not even fighting it anymore. It's just like every old ridiculous saying that has 1200 meanings to it, good and bad, pops in my head all of the time. (laughs) All of the time. But the one that's been really reoccurring is everything old is new again. And the fact that it keeps coming into my head and into my thoughts. Yeah, that's into your head, Val. The thought that it keeps coming up just has me paying attention. I'm just paying attention. Okay. I'm feeling this. This cliche is just like constantly with me. Why? What does it mean? So I know, I know that there's a few reasons because believe me, a woman entrepreneur, I am watching it because I'm looking for it. So everything old is is new again is coming up for me in quite a few different ways. Before that even popped into my head, gosh, this was this was months ago, months ago, I was talking to the mastermind members about it, and it just it it hit. And I went, you know, I'm really wondering about blogging again. I go, I'm just feeling like here we are. It's going to come back to how it used to be. Now, when I say how it used to be, uh, a lot of my mastermind members have been around for decades. So we've all literally lived the internet age. We were there before email this. We were there when you had to like, randomly email and do it the hard way, hard code stuff. I mean, we've we've literally been through all of it. And in that, if you follow fashion, if you follow a lot of different things in history, things recycle. They come back around. And some of us have been around long enough that here we go. We're coming back around, which is kind of ironic because, you know, where it's like 19 years ago, math 2004 was when i gave up hand coding my sites i switched 100% over to wordpress stopped okay i didn't stop hand coding like overnight because i had to twitch a lot and go like but, but i'm used to doing the code this is i know this is going to be easy and it's supposed to be easy but i'm used to just typing in the code so i had that, i had that battle So there was a little bit of in between there, but I moved everything I owned onto WordPress platforms. 
and my own hosting and all that. But I moved. So I've been on 100% WordPress since 2004, which is almost 20 years now. Um, you know, it's 18 years. Yeah. So back in the day, of course, there was Blogger. Oh my gosh, I can't even remember. There's Blogger. There was WordPress. Blogger was definitely before for me. Oh, I can't remember the other two. There was two other big ones. And I can't really remember them because while they were big, I just wasn't using those platforms because I was I was trying to build shopping carts and shit and do e-commerce the extreme hard way. But back then, ooh, blogs were so different. I would say even 2014, you know, 10 years later, blogs were still very different. We were still living in, in a thing where if you put stuff up, Google brought you traffic. And I just felt like it was going to cycle back through. Now, not that blogs have not still been around and people aren't making giant amounts of money. They are. I am friends with quite a few of them. However, blogs have always had to adapt to make the money and to get the traffic. And that way they could get the ad space. And, you know, it's a whole different animal than what I do. I don't like relying on other things. Oh, the shoes might hurt them. Have some. In this case, it does kind of work out a little bit <laughs> because my control issues led me to not having to rely on Google, not having to rely on Facebook, not having to rely on other things, other one things, I should say, to make my money. So we've seen the progression of where blogs are. Obviously, Google's seen the progression of where blogs are. We Unless you go to um, well, my favorite website, All Recipes, unless you go to very few recipe sites, you are going to get a ginormous life story, 5 million pictures, some videos in there, conversations about their families. I mean, you're getting this huge fucking SEO post, right? To keep you on there. That is the entire point because that helped. Bounce rates suck is what Google has told us for a long time. Bounce rates suck. You suck if you have a bad bounce rate. I have had shit bounce rate for a really long time. Really long time. And I just stopped worrying about it because it's like, well, whatever. If they're getting the information that they need, then that's the goal. I'm not writing for SEO. Because you change your rules all the fucking time and you drive me insane hate SEO. And yes, I'm saying that. Yes, I have friends that are just like, how can you hate SEO? It's the best. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't like SEO because I don't like that the rules can change and nobody even knows that they've changed. <sighs> Whatever. Some SEO added to things, yes, but otherwise, no. I've never been, I haven't been a fan in a really long time for reasons like this. Because why do I want to put up this huge, huge, long post to get somebody there? And then they don't even, they're pissed off because they're like, scroll, 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 scroll. Is there a recipe on here? I need the recipe. I'm cooking. I don't care about your family and your life. I want the recipe that you are on page one for, right? And they had to do that. Blogs have had to do that. I get it. Now, the new rule that's coming out falls right into everything old is new again. 
Because guess what? Google figured out that bounce rates are a good thing. Google figured out, wonderful minds of Google figured out, that if somebody got the information they needed quickly, they left the site. Oh, that's amazing. Like they came to the page that they Googled for and they showed up there and they quickly read it and it helped them and they got to move on with their day. Wow. Now for some of us, this is like, yeah, duh. But that's not how blogging has gone for a long time. You had to keep them there. Otherwise it hurt your your ratings. It hurt your searchability. It hurt all of that. And it's coming back out that that's not a bad thing that people are bouncing. It depends on the length of the bounce and it depends on the why of the bounce. It's like, are they bouncing because your page didn't load because of the page speed? That's a different bounce, right? That's a, your site didn't work well. We're out bounce. That's not a, we got what we came for bounce. I mean, no, it takes a little bit of time for somebody to read it. So we know they've got the algorithms and all of that in place. So that to me is exciting. It really is. I am excited about that. I am excited to see how that is going to change the internet. And because I'm a snarky, sarcastic bitch, I'm, oh, am I going to say this? I am going to say it. I'm going to pop popcorn for the drama because it's going to be fun to watch. (laughs) There's going to be a lot of people losing their shit. Every time Google does something and changes stuff, people lose their shit. And I almost said, I'm sorry. What did I talk about last episode? I almost said, I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. And there's a lot of information to learn by watching all of these people that are going to lose their shit. Because as I've watched people lose their shit over every major Google change since Google began, it's helped me. (laughs) It's helped my sites. So I'm I'm thinking back, some of the big ones, some of the big Google changes, um, oh gosh, when there was the very first real crackdown on the scammy sites, so many people freaked out. Um, because that was back in the day where, oh my God, we would have 20, 30. I know, I knew people with hundreds of websites who are kind of, if you look back on them now, they're scammy looking, right? Cause I mean, they're early 2000s looking. So of course for that right there, they're just technology based and ugh, <laughs> looking, right? But not even looking at that. They were for the quick buys. They were quick affiliate links to go and buy something. They just, uh, they didn't bring a whole ton of value. They were just put up there and and Google would put them on the pages, on the on the front pages. That's just that's just how it was back then. And when that started changing, that was a huge uproar. Huge uproar because a lot of those sites were, you know, getting way downgraded onto pages or even not being added at all anymore. And those of us that while I had a lot of sites, that wasn't my focus. My focus, I didn't have the energy at that time to follow through with that way of marketing, even though it totally worked. And it, and I said scammy, but these people were legit. They were not scammy. 
But just now that's just not how we do things. So that's what it feels that way. So when that first happened, it was just like, okay, doesn't affect me. It did not affect me. In fact, it bumped me up on pages because my information became more relevant as the crap was getting pulled down. Um, same with, gosh, there's been, there's been so many, there's so been so many major Google changes and they were, you know, all a kind of on that flow and almost every single one of them always, it might, it would improve me being found on the search engines when that would happen because I just kept doing the same, well, the same lack of SEO, but I mean the same thing. I was, I write for people, not for bots. I guess that's the best way to do it. While it might not be the best marketing, I don't know. And I, frankly, at this point, I don't care. So the only one that really has hindered me has been the bounce rate, has been the fact that on some things I couldn't get up very high in the search engines because people were coming and they were bouncing. Now, over the last, oh gosh, five, eight, 10 years, um, some of that has been deliverability issues over the years as I've tried different things, of course, but a lot of that a lot of that I bet was because they'd come and they'd get the information they needed and they would head out because I was writing to people. Now that said, that means they were on my list. So that's the win for me. It's like, okay, that's my goal. You might not have stayed very long on my website, but hopefully you clicked on something would be amazing, but hopefully you got on my list because I gave you the valuable information. So now you know, hey, let's hang out find out some more information about me and how I can help you kind of thing. So that's the win. So I'm writing for people, not bots. I don't give a shit if bots are on my list. I don't want bots on my list. I want people on my list. So when that all went through that you had to do the giant posts and and I'm not saying you don't, there's still a need for giant posts. It just, Google's caught back up again and realized that, uh, we can deliver the information in 250 to 500 words at times, which doesn't leave a lot of people sitting on our websites for long. So that's like an outside one that if I was not in this everything old is new again frame of mind, I would have missed that correlation. I wouldn't have missed because I'm really excited about the fact that the short posts are coming back as relevant. I'm really excited about that. I am really looking forward to refreshing a lot of my posts and that will be easy to do for, for SEO, I believe. Oh my God. That almost sounded like I just said I was excited to do SEO. I am going to apologize for that one. <laughs> Ew. Um, <laughs> what did I start off the conversation with? I hate SEO. It's stupid. But I don't hate SEO when it's nice and easy like that. Like I can go back through relevant posts with good traffic already. And it's like, okay, how can I improve this? Even just a little bit, even just a little bit and make sure that there's a call to action on there. Cause that's the thing with the quick traffic like that. You want the call to action. You want them on your list. What's their next step? How can they work with you? What's their next logical step? Now that you answered that question for them, take a look at that. That's how you're going to use that new change. 
So if that's freaking you out at all, you know, let me know. Let's let's talk about it. And let's look specifically at specifically <laughs> words. I'd love to get together with you and let's talk about yours a little bit more specific. As I said, I'm not an SEO queen and I don't even like SEO. So I don't expect you're going to be getting all of that. But how can we work your content so it's working for you? Plus, I'd love to just chat about it. So if you were willing to do that, I'd absolutely love to have you join me in a podcast, join me on a live, do a YouTube video or something and and have a conversation about it and, and do it for others to watch as well. That'd be awesome. I'm gonna put the link down in my show notes for that one as well, because I do have a link for you to sign up for that. Otherwise, everything old is new again for me personally, has me looking at what have I done over the decades? What have I done over the decades and I loved and I lost interest in? And does it excite me to, to do it again? So everything old is new again, excites me. Because if I go back and look at things that I have done in the past, there's nothing but growth and there's nothing that I can't do better than I have before. Nothing. Because everything, whether it was a failure or a success, had a lesson. And some of that stuff was from quite a while ago that I have done. And there's a lot of lessons. I have learned a lot since then. Like I'm trying to remember, well, the last, gosh, and and I meant to pull it up in my emails. The last site that I built to flip with a friend had to have been at least 12 years ago. Had to have been. Now I've sold some sites since then, but they weren't built purposely to flip. I've actually sold a lot of sites since then, but they weren't purposely to flip. And now I'm trying to remember, oh, it might've been like 2008. Was it 2008 or 18? It had to have been 18 decades. Yeah, maybe it was 18. Blah. I don't remember. This was why I was going to look it up in my emails. Anyways, it's been a while, but ever since it's always been websites that I was just done and I sold them. I don't consider that flipping a site. When I think of flipping a site, I think of building it from scratch, knowing that you are going to sell it or buying it and knowing that you're going to sell it. That's to me, that's just like house flipping. You don't plan on living in it. You're buying it. You're going to fix it up. You're going to resell it once it's fixed up. Exact same thing. And I did enjoy it. And I'm looking at that right now and going, okay, why did I get out of it? Okay, well, this, 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 and this, mostly timing. Almost everything that I did, tried, loved, failed, succeeded, whatever, I moved on from it because of timing. I mean, I was raising the kids during that time and I just, uh, at multiple times, I didn't have a serious groove because my kids were always, my family's always been my top priority. And I don't apologize for that at all because that was the wonderful thing about working from home and working for myself was I was able to change things up to put my number one priorities first. And that was the family and the kids. So there's flipping. There is the really obvious of why everything old is new again was the fact that Raven and I started Bundle Bash. And that was already old as new again, in a way, because I was managing, um, I'm still managing some, I, I will still consult on your event. Absolutely. Uh, doing online events. 
And that was something that I had done previously in another lifetime. I like to think <laughs> that's what I call it another lifetime. I had done it previously. We'd been managing the parties. So so all of a sudden, that was what started the thought of everything old is new again, because like, oh my God, I've already done this. And look at, we're going to do this so much better than the last time that I did it. Awesome. So there's that. There's um, I closed down my membership because I didn't have a clear direction of what I wanted to share and bring and all that. So that's going through my head of like, okay, well, what would that look like going forward? How can this be updated? What have we learned in the two and a half years that we ran it? This, my brain and I are the we. What have I learned? What do I want to change? Do I want to run it? All of that stuff goes through my head now. Yeah, the membership, the old sites, the passion sites that I still have, and even so much is into my personal life, which as entrepreneurs, we know our personal life and our business life, it's all the same, all the same, all intertwined. But just recently, so I joined with my local volunteers group. And when I say joined, I mean like all in. I joined as a thing to hang out with my mom more. I didn't know what the group was. I just knew it was my mom's little women's club. And so then I found out more about what this thing even is. And the Greater Federation of Women's Clubs has been around for over 100 years. I mean, it's huge. If you go look up the history, it's huge what it's done for the country. And I uh, I mean, my husband always pushes me out of the house because that's the problem with being an amb- ambivert and working from home is I get really comfy in my introverted side of it being an ambivert. And the extrovert side of me starts going, oh. <laughs> and <laughs> after 32 years with my husband, there's just, I mean, there's been times that, you know, friends are going, oh my God, he said that to you. I'm like, well, yeah, because I needed to hear it because there's been times he's told me you need to go get a job. And it's not because I need to go get a job. It's because I need to get the hell out of the house and go be around people. So <laughs> lately, of course, right now is a good time for me to be around other people and not be stuck in my my head with uh, going through the loss of my puppy, not my puppy, she's my old girl, but going through that. And I didn't realize that I needed to replace things that, uh, my volunteerism. I didn't realize how much I needed to replace that. Volunteerism has always been a part of my life. I was raised that way. And it wasn't even raised that way. It was just what you do. You know, my parents were, have always were, have always, they're still in charge of a ton of shit. Therefore, meaning that I'm in charge of a lot of shit too. Uh, (laughs) But I didn't pay attention to the fact that I didn't replace that because I didn't correlate it. Because when the kids were in school, it's like, of course I did this. And of course I did that. Of course I helped out here. And of course I was, you know, secretary of, of wrestling. And of course I was this, you know, for what sport, you know, of course. Because that's just what you do in my experience. So I didn't realize beyond missing that, the camaraderie, camaraderie, I didn't realize how much of an impact that had made on my life that I missed it. So, So I joined the volunteers group. I'm president of our club right now. I'm on the fast track to keep moving on into districts and all of that stuff. And I love it. I love it. And it's time consuming. 
and it's obnoxious and I don't have time. We're entrepreneurs. Do you have time? I don't have time. So that was part of the everything is old. Everything that is old is new again was the fact that, well, duh, dummy, you know, the baby graduated in 2016. I stayed on to keep coaching at high school track because I needed that. I needed that camaraderie. And then let's see, I stopped doing that in 20, well, 2019, 2020 happened, obviously. So I had already stopped that, but I didn't have a replacement for it. I didn't realize I needed a replacement for all of that volunteerism that I was doing. And even the coaching had taken place of the volunteerism because that wasn't, I, I was a paid high school coach. That was beautiful, by the way. Like, life goal, check. And so I'm in the volunteer groups and I'm moving on into that. And it's so nice to be around other people again for similar tasks that aren't business related. You know, like before, you know, if you're in PTA, you've got your, your task. You're there to make your child's experience better. When I was there for the sports, I was there to make my child's experience better. And that was my volunteerism back then, unless I was helping my parents with something fun or, or you know, it was something in our community. And I didn't realize how much I missed that until now I'm like head over heels into it and trying to work it back in to being a regular thing. You know, meeting with these passionate people for the different charities that they've started. I mean, that's that's always been a thing. I love talking to people that have started these charities. And I know a ton of people, which is everything is old as new again. Oh my God, I'm going to stop saying that. Um, <laughs> you know, that's one of my things, my networking. I've been online forever. That's a tool, right? I use it for my volunteer work now. I'm using it for Bundle Bash now. You know, what's the use of having decades full of contacts if I'm not hooking people up, which is what networking is. So I think that those are the big ones that I've had. But my big one for you is what. What have you done that you might be able to rework or just come back to and do it again? Just because we did it once and we decided to move on from that doesn't mean we can't come back to it. And, you know, like I said a while ago, which feels like hours right now, because yeah, I've been talking. I'm a talker, talker today. (laughs) If you go back to it, we've learned, we've grown so much since the last time we did it. I don't care if it was two months ago you've grown. So what new can you bring to it? There will be new that you can bring to it. There's going to be new ideas. There's going to be the fact that you're more willing to maybe reach out to other people that have ideas or help. And instead of recreating the wheel, see, I told you cliche hell, instead of recreating the wheel, what if you just took something that you have done in the past and turned that into your next product, your next coaching program, your next whatever. What if you just took it that way and did it the easy way? Does it feel exciting? If it doesn't feel exciting, then you're not in everything old is new again. You want new. And that's totally okay as well. But just take a look at what have you done and how can you repurpose it? Oh my God, and the repurposing for sure. I'm blowing people's minds by how many workshops I have sitting on my computer or sitting on the website that nobody even knows about (laughs) that are ready to deliver. Um, There's just a ton of that and it needs to get out there. And I want it to get out there. So I'm paying attention to how do I want to get it out there? But that's the easy thing to do, right? 
All right. So take a look. I'm going to leave you with that. Take a look at things that you have done in your past, personal or business, or work for other people. Take a look at all of that. Is it time to revamp it? Is it time to bring it back? How's that feel? All right. Thanks for being here. And I will chat at you again next week. Thanks for listening to Valful Volume. If you are done spinning in circles and procrastinating, check out my quick workshop, 14 Biz Actions. Action creates change. Now go out there and create the biz of your dreams.